Uh, hello, this is Subplot of Course, the podcast where the experts are amateurs and the sci-fi love is real. I'm your host, John Cadman, a 16-year aerospace engineer and pre-COVID swing dancer. The, uh, we're, our lineup for the show today is uh, Stavros, a project manager and fan of all Star Trek series, even the ones that you probably hate. But I like a lot of them, Stavros. I'm not really sure. Hey, I'm glad to hear that, John. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Adrian. Taste. Yes. <laughs> Gone. Um, Adrian, a uh, teacher and home arcade owner. Go ahead and say hi. You should have gone with the sci-fi love as professional there at the intro. That would have been Ooh. cleaner. Well, we can we can we can <laughs> right, that right, post. right now. <laughs> Vincent, uh, an epidemiologist and part-time fisherman. That's me. And Charlie, a math teacher and nostalgia gamer. Also pre-COVID dancer. Two pre-COVID dancers never to dance again. Thank you. They can World dance with each other. Epidemic. A little horizontal mambo between uh, Star, uh, between John and uh, Charlie. It's good. Off you'll, the rails. Let's keep you'll, be, you'll be in my bubble, Charlie. Okay. Uh, for anyone who's still listening, uh, we have a bit of a different show for you today, if for no other reason the fact that I am hosting instead of uh, your normal host, Stavros. Um, but uh, in addition to that, we're going to be playing a game of sorts. And to understand that game, uh, we should go ahead and explain some of the rules. Our show today is about a book that none of us has any experience with. Uh, we've not read the book, and it, we do not know the general plot of the book. We've started with a standard copy of the Hugo Award-winning book, The Three-Body Problem, by Liu Jinjin, and made some slight alterations. First, all of the page numbers, chapter numbers, headings, and any other markings that indicate where in the text you might be, they've all been removed. Second, uh, that text has been separated into approximately 1,000 word fragments with some variation in order to keep actual whole sentences together. Uh, third, a roughly equal number of randomly selected fragments have been arranged sequentially by their appearance in the book, that is to say by page number, but the page numbers have been still removed. And they've been marked to indicate the start and the end of each fragment. And then we've assigned each of those to the five of us for reading. So in summary, each of us has read 20% of the book that the others have not read. And we've only read it in short, separated fragments. So the game that we're about to play is to collectively determine the best version of events of the book through a 60-minute discussion. Uh, we've never played this game before, so this should be very interesting. Um, I guess uh, at this point, I'm open to suggestions about how we should get started, but uh, uh, my notes indicate that we should maybe start with a retelling of the book, each, each in our own ways. Is, is that sort of a, a good start forward? So is there a metric for how we win this game? Like That's you were saying like the best win? version yeah. of this? Like how do we win? <laughs> is there a win? Aren't we all winners, Vincent? I, I think <laughs> I think uh, I think that the the win might be perhaps we're, I, I suspect we're gonna read this book because I read the I read the twenty percent that I read and I was I was interested. Uh, so I'm probably gonna read the book again. <laughs> I don't know if we'll do a podcast about it. Our viewers will just have to tune in every every month and find out. Uh, but well, so we way, don't know. We we'll don't win. know if we're going to win. Is what you're saying? Like none of uh, us know. None of us know. I <laughs> the readers might know. 
the internet might know, know what percent correct we are in terms of our assumptions of what the plot's like in the end. But, but, I'm but not also, sure like, what, what determines what's correct, too, right? Because, like, you can, we can do an extremely broad summary of the book. We can get very, very granular, right? Um, so what determines what is what is right here is probably... I would say all of our statements. All of our statements get graded, and everything that's incorrect gets a, just gets taken off the top percentage point. So you make 100 comments and like 50% of them are true, we got a, we got a 50%. Nice, solid F. Wow. But there's wow. a difference between like something which is true versus something which is absent, right? Something which is false something which is absent. And I think guys, that's, a, that's an interesting distinction to make. You guys are, are we, got, we got a time limit. We got 55 more minutes. And, uh, and, and <laughs> let's just start playing. And the, the, <laughs> the, the concept of scoring is not part of the discussion. So, so okay, no winning. Um, okay. Actually, wait, wait, wait before, before we get started, I'm just curious. Uh, how sure are each one of you that you know how this book goes down? Like, give me a percentage. I'm just curious. Oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm definitely sure that I do not know. I do not know the ending of the book. I'm pretty sure I did not get anywhere close to the beginning of the book. And I, I'm not really sure how the book goes because I actually okay. don't believe the book is written chronologically. I, I think I have most, like somehow I managed to get like 20% of the book and get like most of the key events or something like that. Like, I don't think I have the start of the book, but it clearly opens with a uh, Ye Wenjie. Is that right? Someone per correct my pronunciation? I don't think any of us know like all the characters for sure because like, characters kind of popped in and out like fireflies. Oh, in section. she she's being arrested by the government for reading Silent Spring. Like I have part of that conversation. Yeah. Okay. And she, I mean, uh, like yeah. it starts with her being like accused and thrown in jail, but I don't have like the end of what happens with all that. Okay. so it sounds I, like Charlie's going to start talking. Yeah, maybe I like we should have just Charlie start summarizing his. Yeah, his, then his we'll, we can fill in the gaps, maybe. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Because I, yeah, I also have some a, okay. some fallout for that, so so sorry. Give us, give us a story synopsis. You know how Star Wars right. gives us like the three okay. so, synopsis of the whole book. Like three some of it, wow, that's generous. Some of it I get. So okay, in the past, it seems like there's Ye Wen Jay, and she gets thrown in prison, but she has the opposite to be taken to like the Red Coast facility, mm -hmm. where they're actually running radiation experiments to like melt satellite electronics as like the ultimate like counterintelligence weapon or something like that. But somehow she gets access to the dishes and can use them to receive signals. And she picks up a signal from aliens. There's actually a chapter from the point of view of one of the aliens picking up a signal she's sending out about being from Earth. Mm -hmm. I'm missing exactly yeah. what she like what their conversation is because the rest of the book seems to be about these aliens decide they're just going to take over earth and they're like developing like fewer dimensional protons to screw with us. Mm -hmm. But also like, I don't have the context for what's this video game they send to earth to get us to understand their weird problem with the fact that their planet has three suns. And so it's like, they have to go into hibernation when it's like super cold and turn into like, you know, like and dehydrate. There's lots of people yelling De rehydration, like when the seasons come along. Mm. And so, all right, so let me, like, I've, I've like already jumped around a bit. So that's like, that's pretty good. There. Yeah. But then in the future, like she gets, she discovers that there's like an entire organization built around helping these people take over Earth because humanity is a plague destroying the environment. All right, so like from this point, do people have a bunch of stuff to fill in? Yeah, yeah probably. That's a pretty yes. good start. Right. Um, so I think that the at least from my section of the book, I think they're very complementary to yours. But like, if I were to summarize the book in like a few sentences, 
um, essentially humans are not alone. Um, there is a another civilization out there called the Trisolarians. Yes. And we also have the people on Earth. And essentially, right around the time of the Cultural Revolution, there's like Yi and a bunch of other these characters, like these Chinese people who are, you know, slightly disaffected with the world. And there's like another, like an American who is also kind of like, you know, Rachel Carson's um, Silent Spring kind of an advocate. Basically, their, their, their point of view is that the Earth is falling apart. Humans are doing a very poor job of caretaking it. Um, a lot of species are going extinct, and they believe that they need an external um, species, an alien species to come in and take over Earth in order to better manage Earth, that humans don't deserve Earth, essentially. And so they've been sending out these beams to the Trisolarians saying, hey, you should come here and take, us, take over the world. And we humans, some of us humans, will help you take over the Earth. Um, and that faction is broken up into like two groups, like one group. Um, which is more conservative, and one group is which, which is more radical, or something like that. Like, I think one group says all humans should die, and the other group is like, you know, we should help the aliens and we should not die, or something like that. I, I, I didn't get all the details behind the two groups. Um, so but the, the Adventists, the re yes. Redemptionists, Redemptionists, and then the survivors. Like okay, okay, Cause, yeah, because I have a bunch um, of weird terms. Like, there's a yeah. science society in the future section of the book we the haven't talked about society. yet that some guys trying to infiltrate, but we'll get there. And the Trisolarians have beamed the beamed essentially a game to the United States, uh, to, to Earth, um, which kind of presents, I believe, the problem that the Trisolarians have. So the Trisolarians, like they, they said in, the, in, in my section of the book at one point, it's like, there are these gods, these kind of species from another, from another area who for some reason cannot save themselves and need someone to save them from the situation that they're in. And I think the situation that they posed in this three-body game is that like they're looking for other species to be creative and help them solve the problem of their solar system, which is a system which has either one sun, two suns, or three suns at any given time point shining down on their planet. Mm -hmm. And when right. there's two suns, that means everything is stable and wonderful and civilization can develop. When there are three suns, everything gets too hot, and then everything desiccates, essentially. And then they go into hibernation, essentially, waiting for the like one sun, two sun kind of situation to kind of come back again. And then right. they reconstitute themselves. So there's some sort of alien species which are able to dehydrate stay alive for the most part, um, some of them, of course, um, and then um, any of them who get protected, and then they can rehydrate when things get better, and then they redevelop their whole civilization from scratch. And so they're trying to solve this problem, which might involve taking over a planet like Earth, which has only one sun, um, but essentially they've been beaming out, like, they've been trying to get brains to kind of solve their problem. And that's, that's kind of the essence of, essence of the book. I don't know actually how it ends. Um, I don't think I got the final chapter. But just, just to clarify, it, it sounds like it is also just like a faction. Of yeah, I got a, one of the chapters is uh, when the alien receives the signal from Earth, he finds out Earth has only one sun, and he's like, what is this fantastic paradise? This can't exist. Like, that's amazing. And so that's how like the community, they start talking about it. And yeah. I don't have the full details, but I assume there's like some kind of like human stink. Why don't you just take our planet? Cause we're terrible. No, because the, the government of Trisolar is like really like dedicated to the plan of taking over earth. Right. And so like, that's mm. part of why they are very sus like they, they come down somewhat hard on the person who sends the transmissions to. Yeah. So I was mentioning like, it's, there's, it's, there's uh, some factional things going on here on, on Trisolar, right? Like some people are a little bit freaked out about taking over the planet, but the, the government is very authoritarian, which definitely mirrors what's going on on earth. Right with like with all the cultural revolution talk and like the the concerns over what's going to be happening when an invasion occurs, uh, which is kind of interesting there, right? But like they're very dedicated to the takeover Earth plan and have kind of somewhat given up on the notion of um of a, of like fi figuring out a solution to the problem uh, for their oh, planets. 
I forgot the one really important part for my book, which is the existence of sophons. These magical yeah. particles. Oh, wait, wait. Which, I yes. have the explanation of how they make them and stuff. Oh, yeah, okay, go yeah. on. Apparently, I have is like there are only five that this that this um, this uh, group has ever been able to make, and it comes from like particle acceleration. Like if you have a really powerful particle accelerator, you can make a sophon, and somehow the sophons are something that you can bind to your will or you can control them free willy, and they can essentially like you know make text appear out of like midair. They can do all sorts of magical things. Um, like all the way across the solar system, but like essentially they use their sophons, like two or three of their five, to go fuck with Earth's particle accelerators so that we can never figure out how to work our sophons or like figure out that like, you know, that we're being messed with. Um, but right. in my section also, it kind of insinuates that like Earth already knows that we're getting messed around with with those sophons. Yeah. Um, so I think there's some factions on Earth that are like, no, the aliens are coming. We got to stop them. So that's because I, 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 I think. Oh, ghost I was gonna say I have like a section about sophons as well, where they're I think it's the aliens because anytime they talk about consoles, like the science console said this, I feel like it's the yes. the Trisolarans, and they're like uh, they're like messing around with sophon one, and and the console is like shrink indefinitely. The scientists are like no 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 don't do that, but apparently they can shrink, and it's like in Ant Man when they go subatomic, they you don't want to have to have them do that basically. What's so, okay. Kind of weird, by the way, that aliens have a, a government structure like the ancient Romans, but yeah, <laughs> you guys just the word they use. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that not, it's, not, it's like, just... and princeps? Like all of those things are yeah. Yeah, it's... it sounds isn't everything everything in sci-fi with like galactic empires. And I mean, stuff like that Romans does, basically. Does it also yeah. not bother anyone that in the three body problem game? There's like Aristotle, Gal Galileo, and all these oh, yeah. philosophers too. Mm -hmm. That was actually like, that's yeah, when I realized I was really fucked up. You I just like, had like why is Galileo alive in my section of the book? Like what is going on? If eventually I figured out, oh, there's some kind of game or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And there, there was like uh, Newton and von Neumann are talking with Emperor Jean. Yeah. Like I was like, what is? <laughs> they're also, they're, they're, those are also player characters, by the way, not actually. That's that's what oh, I figured out at the way. end. Because uh, I have a bunch of chapters about Wang logging in and putting on the haptic suit yeah. and like being super uh, into the game and being invited to infiltrate the, the group that runs the game. Oh, oh, I thought you were I thought you were fucking muted when you said it's like ready player three, but no, it really is. <laughs> it really is like ready player three. three body problem is the third player ready player three. And the extra oh, right. section where they're like, we'll never allow you back in the game. We're gonna fry your haptics and stuff like that. He's like, no. Oh my god. Alternate account. And they're like, there are no alternate accounts. Like, <laughs> yeah, make a smurf. <laughs> There's no smurfing wait, wait. for your body. That is so. That's so difficult to, to follow. I, I, I. So I didn't know. I didn't. There was no introduction to the game, or even the haptic suit, or anything like that. So the, the yeah. whole concept of the game was very, very difficult. I, I assume that like all of the historical figures that sort of show up in the game. In fact, the game in its entirety, I think, is is. It's like they. First of all, I did not know that they sent us the game. So my entire time, I thought that we created the game to figure out how to free body problem. So I don't know what I was version of events there. But I think that the, the, the historical figures, like the game's been sort of messed with in order for humans to sort of understand it. So it's, it's not full of Trisolaran people. It's yeah, full right. of people that we would recognize. But they're stand-ins. They're, they're cutouts, essentially. I assume the people on the boat running the like pro-alien group helped make the game or something like that. But all the players in the game, are they all humans? Or some yeah, the players are all yes. humans. Okay, okay. Wait, wait, but before we move on, because we're talking about the Sophons, I had the chapter where they actually developed the Sophons. So what they are, and I'm wondering, like, is he supposedly, like, using the string theory idea? 
is like apparently they unwind a nine-dimensional proton into a only like two dimensions. And there's like a chapter where it's like, we screwed up and made it only one dimensions. And then it was weird on our planet for a while. And then we unwound <laughs> it into accidentally three dimensions. And then there was weird little geometry shapes. But then we figured out how to do it. We sent it to Earth to screw with their science so that they couldn't develop more science and they would be sad. And then we could kill it in when we get there because they can't science well. I, I did have a little bit about like shooting protons. And I was thinking mm -hmm. like, if you're shooting a proton and they're like, you know, at one point, a character's like, if you shoot a proton from, you know, X light years away to hit us, it's like infinitesimal small odds. And they're like acting, it's all dangerous. And I'm like, uh, you know, Charlie would know this. Like, if you shoot a proton at us, like the fact, I mean, it won't hit it. It probably won't impact anything, even if it does hit the planet, right? Because of all empty space. Molecular uh, physics. I, I assume it will have enough energy that it will interact electromagnetically and mess with stuff. Oh, okay. That makes sense. But, you know, it's been a while. That, that was a, that, you know, Charlie's point about the Sophons um, was actually interesting because it, it did bring it up in my section of the book, which is that, like, what if you discover that the laws of physics that we discovered on Earth were completely untrue in other areas of the universe? Right. And the discussion around that being like, we, our science is so fucked up that, like, we actually couldn't exist in other areas of the universe given the science that we have because we would have planned for certain things and our all our right. ships and stuff like that would blow up or like not make it to their destinations because like the speed of light is actually five times faster because the Sophons mess with us and be like, no, I'm going to figure this <laughs> yeah, that, that is the point of Sophons is to mess with our particle accelerator so that we learn particle physics wrong. And they're like, but what if they figured out? It's like, well, we already ruined the thing that would help them figure out particle physics. So they're not going to figure out the particle physics thing messing with their particle physics. There's a, there's, in my section, there's a, a few, I don't have much, but I have a few holes I can fill, I think, in what you guys have mentioned. Maybe it's not filling holes, but, like, they, they, during an interrogation of one of the characters, we, I found out that, that they sent two, exactly two protons to, to Earth. Mm. And, and it was, and they believed it was specifically with the way you guys described it. Like, it's, it's, it's meant to basically stop our scientific um, advancement. And that's, and that's partially because, the Trisolarans have also figured out that human, the human race has been able to, um, they have enough information about the advancements on, on, on Earth to, to say that we have like exponential scientific growth, essentially. But on Trisolaris, they have like almost linear growth. So in order for their 400 year fleet to still be like sufficient to, to take Earth when they get there, they they need to stop us essentially from having any additional breakthroughs. Like that's sort of the. I think what the problem is that the Sophons brought a copy of Star Wars back to Trisolaris and like, <laughs> oh shit, we can make Death Stars. We must make their <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. So, let, let me add something and ask a question. So I have a I have a, a section where they're testing, I guess, doing some of the proton unfolding. And like apparently this stuff is like extraordinarily dangerous. Like they mentioned how like what if you would unfold the proton in zero dimensions? Oh, we just have a singularity over our planet, we would all die. Like, <laughs> okay, let's let's not do that. Uh, and we'll but we'll have this fixed and you know um, really and, and mess with right. Uh, and then it goes on this, this extremely long like reflection about how like we're kind of destroying all these little micro universes and civilizations all the time when we do this work. But it's okay because we are we got we got we got to take care of ourselves. Um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's like actually, I think we're, we're I think we're always doing that. Like, every time, like a proton like bursts or whatever, like then then a universe dies that we just don't see. It's very I have a very. Feeling that they, I have a feeling they described that in one of the sections of my book. They said 
at one point there's like an eye like a bunch of eyeballs that appeared above a, above a planet and then the eyeballs unfolded and they became a giant eyeball that stared at them and then it became like a reflective yeah. disc that was going to like burn a yes. hole through their planet. I, I have the section just after that, yes. With the, oh. they, like, okay. set, like, watch all like the nuclear weapons at the giant disc thing. Was that Trisolaris basically blowing up another planet or did that happen on Trisolaris? It was It was like over Trisolaris, the Space Defense Corps had to blow up because apparently they had done something stupid with their... With oh, their they misfolded everything. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so here, here's unfolded. my question though. Um, okay. Do any of you have any sections about Judgment Day? That's the one thing I couldn't figure out. It's like that. There's some sort of thing that's happening that the the the, the Earth response involves oh, yeah. a giant ship called Judgment Day. I know oh, that it exists. That's all ship. I know. Oh no, the the boat Judgment Day is yes. We're talking about how uh, he gets invited to like a boat of people who are super into helping the aliens. That's like the base of the pro alien humans, like the radicals who are so just setting it up so that humanity will lose when the aliens arrive. But there is something about like assembling the boat with some kind of material and like how people are gonna have to die and they have to be assembled like in the Panama Canal and trying to figure out like yeah. can the canal like, oh. fit the thing so, and stuff. This, so I don't know what happens, but the government wants to get on the boat and figure out what they've gotten from the aliens. Yeah. And they're gonna do it when the boat goes through the Panama Canal. Oh, so I don't know how that all goes down. I, I just know to, that yeah. it's like it's the world government saying that like we can't we like this is our only chance, and we have to be really careful about how we do this because yeah, they'll destroy the information if we don't have okay. Yeah. Star Wars and I have the, that. So Star Wars, I, let me start because I think I have the I have the plan that they use. I don't have the okay. execution of what happened. So okay. there's a there's a scientist either Wang or Yang who has developed nanomaterials. And basically he said that his nanomaterials are super strong and super thin. Like they're like, like nanoparticles in terms of length. And basically you make razor wire out of his nanoparticles yeah. and he has a certain supply of it. Like he has, he doesn't have enough to like make a, like a, um, like a space elevator. But the idea I think was that like you could make a space elevator out of it or something like that. It's like super strong, super thin, and super tensile. Um, so the idea that they were going to do was they were going to put up pylons String nanomaterials between nanoparticles between those uh, pylons, and basically make like a like a like a sieve. And so, as Judgment Day flies through these strings, it would essentially get shredded into small little bits of like of letters. She's great. And then they were like, (laughs) "How will we get the data?" And he said that the nanoparticles are so sharp that any like you know hard drives or whatever would get cut so cleanly that you could probably just piece them back together and just like super glue them, and everything would be just dandy. And they would get data back from all the hard drives. That was like the that was the the description of their plan, which was to use the nanomaterials to cut the chip. I didn't get any more story after that. Yeah, so I have the where they're actually just watching it, and some I think it's Wang like watching the ship in binoculars, and he just like looks and is like everything seems fine, and then like a dude on the ship deck like his legs got chopped off, <laughs> and he's like I'm not sure. Oh yeah, that's blood. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, and then like I, I literally just get the description of like a hole and smoke coming out as the ship like slowly. Drifts into multiple pieces, and then then it, I get a cut. So I'm not sure right, what the so aftermath is. It sounds like the plan worked. Yeah. So is that back in 1968? Like what? The, like the whole Red Coast project? Uh, you guys described it yeah, briefly. So like nano- I don't understand the factions at all here. The nanotube stuff happens in quote the present with like the VR haptic suit and the video game, and yeah. Wang gets this like 
message that's this countdown on his life that when he takes photos appears in his photos yes let's oh, talk yeah, about yeah, 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 yeah please i was there when he, he discovered the, photo with the, the the numbers but what, what he he dies at the end or he dies based on the photo number or what so i i have a dude that like fo random photos appear in his like super nice he has like a photography camera that's still analog. And when he develops the pictures, numbers appear. And then much later in the book, there's a dude that goes to the eye doctor and he's like, Hey, eye doctor, why do I see a countdown in my vision? The doctor's like, lol, it's like a stress thing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, and that's all I know. I, yeah. I just know that there is a countdown and there's this whole thing where it's like, he's developing photos when he takes them and the numbers appear, but he took like pictures with the digital camera and the numbers appears. And then he made his child take pictures and no numbers appears. Oh, yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah. I had the same thing. Yeah. I just What's have something to forget about? about the numbers. I still don't know what the countdown is all about. Which oh, is what the end? What's the end? Like... So the end, as far as I can tell, because I have two chapters that are like two different. Like one is the starting events and one is the beginning events are my last two sections. Like the second to last thing I have in my book is, uh, what's her name? Uh, Yei Wing Jae watching her father essentially get killed for saying that Big Bang Theory is correct because the Cultural Revolution doesn't like it and they do a struggle session and essentially just murder him. So that's like the second to last chapter as far as I can tell. And the last chapter is like Wang as a student doing work on the three-body problem and meeting some woman or something like that. That's the end? That's not the end. So they're, the they're, end? Both, they're both flashbacks, as far as I can tell. Oh, so if anyone okay. has anything else that comes after, after that, that <laughs> or like actually explicitly tells us what, quote, the end as John wants it is. Yeah, the, the, the Trisolarans get to... Well, because in my book, they're heading the wrong way. Like, the precept gets together with all the other government officials at the... <laughs> right. at the... Um, the, the so on their planet, the, the, the simulation has like this giant pendulum. And that actually, that's like one of the few things in the actual uh, simulation that actually exists. Yeah, what's um, the pendulum? So that's a real thing. Uh, they, so they built the pendulum in order to uh, hypnotize what they believe God to be in order to, to distract them. But um, so, so he, he gathers one of the few chapters I have near the end of the book, I think, uh, is that he's... He, he gathers everyone from the government together and basically says, hey, I've got some really great news. It turns out that Earth is only like, it's very close. It's, it's, it's based on our calculations. It's, it's not very far. For some reason, they don't know how far away Earth would be or the next closest star or they have a really hard trouble understanding the distances required to get somewhere. But they've somehow sent this fleet out not knowing where, how far they were going to have to go. I think they kind of know where whereabouts they're going to go. Uh, they're trying to get to Earth, the, the source of the message. Anyway, so he comes back to them and says, hey, good news. We have information that says that it turns out it's not that far away, but our fleet is going in the wrong direction, or it's not going where it needs to go. And it turns out we don't have enough fuel to like change course, so you know, we're screwed or something like that. And that's kind of where it ends. So like, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, the whole, the whole book is about the Trisolarians trying to take over. Do, do they get there? Like, what happens? Like, are they unable to calculate like astral distances because in a three-body system they have unpredictable orbits, which makes them like unable to like right kind of figure out how far away stuff is? Is that what we're getting? Like actual physics stuff? That, 
I think that I think that's correct. I they don't know. They they had to figure. So they sent they got this message from Earth, or they they sent a message out, maybe in all directions, not knowing, and then they got a response back. And then based on how quickly they got a response back, that the ping, they were able to determine how far away it was, how far away Earth was. Yes. <laughs> Okay. My fragments are not very are not very helpful so, for understanding. So my ending in the book, the final thing that I had was said that the Earth people were able to prove that the fundamentals of physics were invi- invariant across the universe somehow by creating three magical pool tables, and they just shuffled these very expensive high tech pool tables around the Earth and found that like every time they simulated the physics, it was still the same, even though the particle accelerators had gotten messed up with the sophons. They came up with a different way to show that physics really does work across the universe. And so that's how they ended my section. Maybe insinuating that humans can now venture off into space without any fear of their science that might, breaking. That might be the actual end. That, and it was a very weird flashback in my second to last section was a trisolarian receiving the first message from Earth. And, and they were saying, hey, you know, like, you know, is there anything out there? And then the trisolarian who was in charge of the listening post was like, this could be the, like, the salvation of an entire civilization if I send this message. And he does it. And he hits this big red button and says, do not answer to us. Do not, go, do not yeah. answer to us. I got us. the do phone right after. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, 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 right after that, like the, I think it's Yi that gets the message and she goes like, and she works at that at the, I think the Red Coast place. Which is like mm-hmm. apparently populated by like really smart people that are all trying to act really incompetent, so they don't get, so they they don't have to stay there because it's like a really remote shitty outpost apparently. And she gets this message, and she and in my section she like tries to to destroy the message, and I'm not really sure if she's successful at it. It does seem like there's like an element of on Earth that is like pro Trislarians trying to come here, and then another faction that's against it. So she is kind of successful. Um, and like part of the problem is that like, yeah, you are you are in like a moment in China where like there's a lot of political pressure. Like there's this moment where they're like, you know, um, the thinking about the political symbolism of shooting a, a signal into the sun and how that might be received and how you might be purged if people read it the wrong way. Um, and this is where like, uh, yay, such drop, dropping bodies. You all catch that? And she, kills two, she kills two people to like protect oh. the signal essentially because wow. um, there, there's like a super like politically uh, connected dude who who um has been like secretly compounding all of Red Coast like signals and so he catches that not only has she received that, that she has received something that hasn't told anybody. Um she's also right. secretly responded but hasn't but that was done like on a separate system. Um mm. and so uh but at the time she's pregnant with another with with, with like another high level dude on that base baby and he's like, you know, hey I don't I don't want to mess with that. Like let's keep it quiet and let's do, handle this handle this well. And it's like, oh he just wants credit for this. And so she just goes and gets a wrench and just kills him. Oh, um, shit. <laughs> yeah, then, there's a lot of okay. in this book. She kills the father of the child? She, she, she kills her husband. Uh, uh, did she kill her husband? Or the, when he, like, yeah, when he's, like, trying to go, when he, like, goes down, like, oh, there's, like, a problem with, our, like, our wiring because of this clay and all this. And so, like, we sent one guy down. That's not enough to do this job. I'm going to go and help them. And then I, I, it kind of implies that she got, like, cut his wire when he's, like, dangling down. It's like, um... Yeah, and I couldn't quite figure out why she did that beyond like wanting to control the communication between them and the others because of course she so believes right that we need to handle this a certain way in order to save the Earth. Hmm. I also have the last mess of the Trisolarian sent, which is amazing. What, what is it? What is it? What is it? Your bugs. 
<laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so does that mean that they squat? Do we get squashed? I mean, that kind of sounds a little like frustrated. So yeah. it's it's just that like on the like uh, well I also got a, a segment where um you know someone's getting chewed out for even communicate at all with the humans um oh. and it's like you know, like we we need like, and it's like you're the only one that's not to get dehydrated I'm gonna dehydrate everybody else in your section so six thousand people get dehydrated because of your mistake but you get to live and see that this is hopeless um Ooh. and that, like whatever you try to do for them is not gonna work out um and uh, yeah like that message that your bugs is just there like try to get people um. Like it's this it's this culture which is so circular that, that kind of is really focused on death. Like he like um when I mentioned that thing about like the existential dread of like blowing up other universes, the prince is like, I'm gonna go and tell everybody that. I'm gonna go and publicize that because we need to get our people ready for the extermination of a race. You know, and so like for them to accept that we are out there and just like destroying peoples all the time, right? That we treat them as bugs, like all of that is in service to our survival that we are a culture predicated on survival. We have not had the space or time to develop anything beyond that. No, there's no culture, no art, no whatever, right? And so we are we are going to get all that stuff for ourselves um, because every other culture of ours that has tried to do that stuff has failed and has not been resilient enough to handle the chaos area. I'm so confused. Okay, so uh, <laughs> do the, the, the Trisolarians have like this person listening for things at, so in my part of the book, it's pretty obvious that the Trisolarians, like, they can't stay. Like, they're, they're only, like, one... Um, there's, like, some event that occurs where the suns could get too close or explode or start to yeah, yeah. explode, and they, they will they're, die. So, like, they're, they're, they're always in peril. There's a whole chapter about how, like, the chaos eras and all this stuff happens, and essentially they talk about how their system, like, used to have 12 planets, but now they only have one because they all eventually fall into one of the suns because the orbits are too chaotic. Right. So, so they, they, they have to leave. Trisol the Trisolarians have to leave their home world. Like, and and to, be to be honest, like, their three-body problem, they're failing to solve it, and, and, and it's desperate. Like, they need, they're on a, they're on a, uh, they have a, they need a hope. They need something. So they have this like guy, the listening post, who's listening in the universe, and they're sending out messages to try and find out where they might go. And specifically, they don't know how far they need to go so they can build this fleet and they're doing all this stuff. Why are they effing with the the Earth? Like it seems like they should be like, very excited to to find out uh, a message came back from Earth, right? They, be because they want to take it over. Because they want they want to move to Earth. They do. They, they do think the Earthlings are bugs. Yeah, they essentially they do want to go there and take them. Yeah, and that's the thing. I don't have the details of what uh, she sends out to the aliens, but the fact that she's into Silent Spring, and I'm like, is she encouraging them? Anyone have that section? I, I know when she gets Silent Spring. That's all I know. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I also remember she she's said. one of the like leaders of the uh, the, the pro um, Trisolarian groups. Along with like the super radical American who's like all about like all Earthlings should die because Earth you know deserves better than us you know. Um, it's kind, it's kind of a wild way to read Silent Spring, but just, just, <laughs> yeah. to be, just to be clear, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I haven't read it, so it's just no, I mean, yes. Does anybody? Yeah. Does anybody? Um, so I have a section on, on why why they were able to make contact with Trisolaris at all. Do you guys? Do you guys have that? Well, you, you, you only read you read twenty percent, which is mutually exclusive from the rest of it. So if someone so else no. had that section, then that <laughs> your, your section is broken. There's elements, there's elements of the book that you can like. I read a section, and you might read the second part of the section, and there are elements that are either repeated or are inferable. Anyway. So I have the funny thing is, ironically, ended up 
with both the sections where early in the book you get a section where the alien receives her message like that she's just blindly sending out and then later in the book you get almost word for word the exact same description just some of the technical descriptions of like how the displays work are different where she receives the message from the aliens as a response and like how the machines decode them for them and all that but anyway go on john so the essentially the the sun has like there there's a there's 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 multiple layers in the sun and it's able to um, so like in the very deep core, there's there's fusion going on. It's releasing a gamma ray, gamma rays. But those gamma rays don't get out because there's like a layer of of particles just outside the core that absorb all that, and then you know they sort of get heated up, and then they readmit like X rays and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, until it gets out to the very edge of the sun, that's that's the light that's you know it's just sort of either visible light or it's infrared. And that's sort of the most of the energy that gets that's emitted from the sun is from the surface, and all the the other energy is sort of absorbed and reabsorbed. So, like light from the center where fusion's occurring, takes uh, thousands of years. It takes a long time to get out and then emitted. Um, and I guess the concept was that 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 was the, the the initial concept was that that was gradual, that that was like a, a continuum from center to to the outer edge. And as it turns out, it's not. It's there are like set bands within the sun, whereby at this at this radius from the set from the core, there is a hard band whereby no frequencies below a certain you know above a certain threshold are allowed. And those because they're hard hard fixed bands, essentially they act like mirrors. So, for instance, there's a there is a mirror band at the radio frequency at radio wave frequencies, which apparently the Red Coast was using. So, when they beamed a message at the sun, that message went through all the layers on the outer layers until it reached that um, mirror-like band layer, and then at that band layer, not only does it get reflected in all directions, it absorbed and reflected in all directions, but it gets amplified by the power of the of the sun mm -hmm. so so that's how that that's how red coast um just by accident their high power high power emitter which would not be high powered enough in order to reach trisolaris based on how its distance in the amount of time required but because of this effect suddenly they were able to hit the sun with enough power whereby this amplification effect could take place and it would emit and, and basically make Earth into like a huge transmitter, and they could send it message. just makes the sun a transmitter through like resonance or some like science nonsense like that. <laughs> yes, yes, basically. Okay, science nonsense. Uh, so, are we are we arriving at a we're we're forty minutes in? It's twenty minutes remaining. Uh, are we arriving at some step? Can we? Is there a way? Some, does somebody have a, a semblance of chronologically? The story as it progresses did we have enough information to, to put that together chronologically in terms of how the book is written or chronologically as in like actual time because we yeah, start the cultural revolution question. if you want that chronological. well do you guys yeah do you guys so in my book i feel like we're bouncing around like in certain parts i'm at red coast in 1968 in other parts i'm like red coast is is dismantled in fact it's not even dismantled it's there's nothing left except a plaque like it's just grass and a plaque, and and it's been completely go it's completely gone. So we're like clearly in the eighties or nineties um, when it, when it's been. So like I mean chronologically, like 
take us back to the culture of like what why are we in the cultural revolution period at all like what's going on is that when the message comes is that no the cultural revolution's like the start of the book where her father dies and then she gets arrested yeah, yeah it, 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 it kind of explains her motivations for being so yeah. pro-alien yeah oh, okay it, it's, it's kind of central to the, she hates the characters essentially they're terrible it's it's also like the start of as I say red coast right like the the um, the apparatus that will allow for the communication to happen. Yeah, as I, mean, I said, it was meant to be like a weapon against surveillance and electronics and stuff like that in one of my chapters, but it ended up being like this crazy communications thing, as John just explained. How, well, actually, how? you know, I I had a very interesting section in the beginning of, in my book, which is they broke down like a, a bunch of various sectors that they said oh we should invest like the country's resources in and they'll produce great yields and they're like they had a section about agriculture it was like redacted like in my they were like it's like agriculture energy blah 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 and then finally was like extraterrestrial communication and like ah an interesting yet novel uh investment which could yield billions of on billions of like you know like you know like um like you know returns if we were to actually find a like you know alien resource and like the, the americans are ahead of us we need to like you know increase our funding and because if the Americans talk to them first, then like you know they will obviously rule the Earth you know more quickly than if we find aliens. So like the Chinese apparently got super in on it. So it was very weird. The contact at symbol thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think. Um, okay, so I have, I have so many questions. So, so if Red Coast is is who received the message, so they send the message out. I'm not entirely sure what the motivations for sending a message out and and towards the sun would be anyway, but message gets sent out. Um, and 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 she gets a response back. That's entirely Yi's um initiative. She came up with it. She she decided to like do it for for the purposes of contacting an alien civilization. Yeah, she wanted to find an alien civilization. Yeah. So it's, she was setting up her own little seti over at Red Coast, and then she she had the idea because she had discovered this this um reflective and amplification nature of of the sun. So she. She sent it out. She actually received a message back. Now, how did these other folks get the message? The people who are on Judgment Day. If they are they Red Coast? Is that what happens with Red Coast? Should she have the message? The American also knows. There are other pro alien groups which are around the around the world. Um, I'm not sure if she originated it, but like they do describe that like like when like people started espousing the idea that aliens have contacted them. They, all the governments of the world basically said, oh, you know what, it's another hoax thing. It's like everyone always says, like, aliens have contacted them, essentially. Um, so they put them on a low-level terror list. Um, that was until, like, the, the Trisolarian group started getting actually armed and funded. Because they said that at that point, like, major, like, intellectual leaders got into the Trisolarian group because of the three-body problem game. They said, mm -hmm. like, the problems being posed in the three-body problem game were so complex and so, like, intellectual that like all like the low level poor people could not get into the game and not appreciate it. But the people yep. who had education and scientific background got really interested in the game because they're like, oh, they're interesting problems. And like, you know, I can be like Newton or blah, 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 blah in the game. Um, and so they got into it. And that's how like major leaders from like communist parties and like other governments from around the world got super invested in the Trisolaris like communication. And for some reason, they were all pro Trisolaris and like, yeah, our, our, our civilization sucks. Come take us over. Uh, that was so the chronology I got. But who? I'm just imagining like Yi is sitting at Red Coast and she's got like headphones on, and she gets the message back. 
that you know don't answer this message or, or you know don't, well, I'm guessing, don't respond to something. I'm guessing she gets the message, but a bunch of other people get the message back yeah. as well. Okay. So she's not the only just, one who receives it. I got it. Yeah, even though she's the one that sent out the original message that the Trisolarians received. Mm-hmm. Is because is, when she sends her message, she was like, she asked one of her friends to say, Oh, did you receive the message from one of our listening posts further out in the solar system? And then the person's like, Oh, I didn't hear it yet. And then at that point in my chapter, it says, Then the wave got broad, broadcasted past Jupiter and everyone heard it or something like that. So, like, I think her attempt to communicate did get detected by like other civilizations on Earth um, or other like countries on Earth. And I think that from them point, that point on, like all communication with Trisolarians, you can't really limit it to just ye at that point. I think it goes to all, all of humanity. So, does anybody have any idea? The, the game was sent by. So my concept is, does anybody understand why the game was sent? Because it seems like the Trisolarans are hostile. They sent so, both the game and the Sophons, right? So what's the yes. purpose of both of them? I, well, they they both, uh, the Sophons are fuck with the science, right? Like, just disinformation yeah. on science. So what was the game for? Just to... Didn't did someone just explain that the game is essentially to stimulate Earth's intellectuals to be like, oh, this is a really cool thing with this really cool civilization. They're way better than us, so we should just sabotage the rest of human development with them. Was it I mean, maybe, did the game come first, and then they sent the Sophons when they're like, oh, these guys might be a threat or something? I'm not sure about that in terms of chronology, but I did get from the from the purpose of the game was like one, it was to convert some hum- humans to the cause, but I also got this vague suspicion that like the game was also like the way it was phrased was like the three body problem. It was like exactly, a, do you have yeah. a way to solve our problem? Is there some way that we can use the sofons or like some nuclear technology to like blast one of our suns or like change our orbit? Like you know, using your science, which is exponential, like John put it. Like, can you come up with a solution to our problem? But at the same time, we're going to put a cap on your science using SOFONS, meaning that we want you to solve our problem using existing science. But if you got any more advanced, our fleet wouldn't be able to beat you. Just in case you can't solve our problem, we want your planet. So like, they're kind of hedging their bets at that point, is what I got. Does, does, the, does anybody know if the Trisolar fleet actually gets to Earth? Does anybody have that? Didn't Adrian say they fly the wrong way? Oh, okay. no, John did right. Uh, I have no, I have no idea. I don't. Yeah, okay. I just he keeps being referenced in my sections, but I didn't get it. I got no space battle. There is no space battle. I'm Considering like, that we got yeah. the you are bugs and then no follow up, I'm going to assume that means that they just don't show up and we somehow trick them well, or yeah, hide our location. They're supposed to show up like 500 years in the future or something like that. Yes. So it's like they would have shown up in the times of the book. What was the deal with the countdown? Who has the end yeah. of the countdown? <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know the answer uh, the, the, so another question that I had was um, so so the game is to mess with them or to find a solution to their problem I did not have the context that, of what the Sophons were or in what way but it seems to me that you guys were talking about them they were doing experiments with their There's own Sophons protons that do magic do we okay? So they're they're trying to solve the sophons that they're experimenting with on their own planet in their own set of sort of atmosphere, I guess, or something. Or they're above yeah. their planet. They're trying to do something, and I'm guessing it's to protect themselves. Like it's it's to send them to Earth and ruins Earth science progression. No, they said they said two, but they have. So I have a section. Spies. I have a section whereby they take a proton 
and they unfold it into two dimensions. Sure. And then it unfolds completely around their planet in a <laughs> in a sphere. And they're using like lasers, laser beams to 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 essentially like stabilize it and hold it away from their planet. So they have this, they have a, I'm guessing like a two dimensional sheet that unfolded from this proton that completely envelops their planet. And then my my section ends, my fragment ends. So I'm like. I don't know what they were doing. I don't know how they did it. I don't know, did it work or whatever they were doing? Did it have any value? So they the made the that, first space M&M. Is that the thing that Hard turns candy in, shell. Is that the thing that turns into the eye that Adrian was talk, wait, the, the I was I talking about? Yeah, there's, there's I definitely eyes. Why do I think Adrian talks about it? It's because you think all the Asian people are the same. <laughs> I couldn't even hear Already to racism. Adrian's a smart. We all good. <laughs> um, so, so, all right. So uh, there's some. I feel. I don't feel. I don't feel like there's a resolution on some relatively well, actually, important. Let me ask about that actually, because I have a section that makes me wonder. Um, does does Wang solve the problem? Because like there is a section here where it's like you know that it talks about going to a Buddhist temple and like that's yeah. where the yeah. That's why I was saying it's like he's it's in the past him working as like a student and he goes to this Buddhist temple, meets someone, but she's super impressed with like how he has she found like some sheets that he had been working on or something. And she's super impressed with like the mathematics tricks he is using to figure it out. So like I'm guessing like my blind guess is that this is a flashback of like essentially the specific problem he has already come to some kind of advancement on that if he got I don't know. I, I don't I don't have an answer for that, but I have some strange sections that may be related. Like does anybody have any sections or or plot lines related to specifically about computers? Like the the development of advanced computers on Trisolaris. That oh, might be saying, different. I, I, got, I got a Fortran reference. Is that what you wanted? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, you, know, no. you know that's what I wanted. <laughs> yes. yes. She learned about something called Fortran, which allowed you to program a language close to natural language. You can even type the mathematical equations directly into the code. It's, it's <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my gosh. My my <laughs> section is, is like von Neumann is explaining to like the emperor that that they can make computers using and or NAND gates, essentially, oh, yeah. but using human beings, like holding using flags. People, yeah. Okay. The point but apparently they were able to, they, like, that seems stupid, apparently, for them to do, but actually they can do it because the Trisolarans are actually, like, reflective in the sun. So but that's, in the, that's in the game, right? Is it only in the game yeah. they're reflective? Okay, they're not actually reflective. But the fact that it's von Neumann and Newton is, means it's like something happening in the game. Like I had no context for that, but later on I figured out I was like, oh, it must be like an event in the game or something. Okay. So I, I, we're, we got eight minutes. Let's try to let's try to string this together. There uh, and and just chime in and stop me when when I when you get to something that seems to be wrong. Yeah, summarize um, this, John. Do it. All right. So we're in the Cultural Revolution. A lady, uh, you know, her father is 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 brutally killed. She has resentment against uh, humankind. 
she's resentment nonetheless. She ends up at a secret military facility run by, I'm guessing, China. Uh, the facility is meant to to do something. It doesn't matter. It has the ability to send microwave messages or, or radio messages into the into the universe. She sends one to the sun. It gets amplified. The human, this other race that is in peril of dying uh, by living within this like strange three-star system. Uh, here's the message. They respond back. Uh, they commit themselves to taking over the Earth and by halting Earth's progress by sending two protons to or sophons, I guess, to 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 mess with Earth and stop their progress, but also to see if they can get help using this simulation game, which uh, also gets Earthlings to split up into factions, some of them wanting, uh, because of their poor treatment, I guess, of the planet, uh, and basically like a non-belief that humans should be stewards of Earth, have joined the cause, essentially, either to solve the three-body problem or to well, they want aliens to come and, and actually take Earth from them. Um, and that's not the only faction. There are factions that don't want that to ha occur. There's strife ar around that. Um, and then uh, apparently there's some folks who are seeing countdowns, which appear to be the end of their of their own lives, maybe when the fleet arrives. No, nobody knows. Um, and uh, did, did, I, did I miss anything huge here? Uh, and then and then eventually, eventually we find out that the Trisolarans are, they think Earth is actually quite close. They didn't know how close Earth was. It's quite close, but it doesn't look like their fleet's going to be able to get there. Uh, the end? Is that? I guess that they, we're not sure if the the fleet is still on the way, or if if they if we've somehow deceived them into not getting Earth's location. I'm gonna. I kind of feel like it's the latter, but I'm not sure that we deceived them. Yeah, like we we have somehow kept the you know location. A secret or made ourselves not value, valuable to them somehow. Oh, interesting. Interesting. That's that's an interesting thought. Because we, we figured guess. out a way to, to, to beat their their anti-development strategy, essentially. Right. That's my guess. Did we send a message to Trisolarns to, to that effect? So like throw them off, essentially? They they thought they were going the right direction, and they're not going the right direction, and now they're kind of screwed? Or... This is a book in a series, so it's entirely possible that this is just not resolved. Oh. I didn't ah, know series books. Ah. <laughs> the worst. Okay. Oh. Interesting. All right. Uh, it's, did, my, did my extremely poor, but, uh, <laughs> but, but brief summary capture what you think is the, the shortest retelling of the book? Sounds, Sounds about right to me. Yeah, I think we did a good should job. We, should we read it and reconvene and find out what actually happened? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'll have to be for another episode. So uh, I want to, you know, thank all, all of you guys. Were really fun doing this with, by the way. Uh, you, you did it much better than I thought we would. So <laughs> I was it's very good. concerned. I was very concerned. Uh, <laughs> it turned out really well. So uh, yeah, I guess we'll we'll close out the episode. If anybody. Uh, uh, we um, so we don't uh, for all of our listeners, uh, all the thousands of you out there. Uh, we appreciate oh. the fan mail and the Twitter, the the the, the Twitter bumps. Thank you so much. Um, but <laughs> we do not have a book lined up yet for the next episode. But that does not mean that there will not be uh, a future episode coming up um, next month. So keep peeled to our uh, 
to to our current podcast list and uh uh, we want to thank all of you and i want to thank everyone all everyone on this podcast thank you guys so much for doing this this was a lot of fun we will be back we will be back at some point sorry i ruined the episode goodbye charlie <laughs> Goodbye, y'all. I think I think I actually know the countdown thing. Hold on, hold on. Oh, I went, I went, I went, we have three minutes left. Go, go, go. <laughs> no, 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 I got. I think it. I think it has something to do with like when Wang is doing his like scientific work. Like I have a section where like just disappears when he stops doing his work. So it's it's it is unsatisfying, but it's I don't know. Like maybe it's like to try, that 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 thing about like the soap opera trying to reach our product. I want to. That's the same thing going on here. That mm. it's just like a way to keep key people from doing the scientific that's going to advance uh, humans in the right ways. Or the wrong ways, I guess. Hmm. Oh, interesting. Like, it yeah. turns off when he when he stops working on it? Yeah, like, like he figures, in one of my sections, he kind of figures, like, once, once like, equipment gets shut down, like, the, the numbers, like, disappear from his, from his, from his vision. He's not the only one working. I already seen the numbers, right? It's, like... Yeah, it, it, and it seems to have something to do with, like, the people who see it. It has something to do with cosmic background radiation, because that's where he goes and researches after that moment. Um, mm. But, yeah, it seems to be some kind of, like, a threat or, like, a, I don't know, something, something to keep him from working. Psychological mm. warfare from the Trisolarans. Like if you, if you can see the day you're the timer until you die, that's pretty that's pretty messed up, right? Yeah, <laughs> like that'll, yeah. that'll, that'll keep you from working. I don't know how they figured that out. How would you know? You just see a countdown timer. Yeah, I don't know. They, they can fold protons. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, I hope you read this book. Uh, second ending. Thank you all again for for, <laughs> for doing this with us, and uh, uh, everybody can say goodbye. We'll we'll see you soon. Goodbye. 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 For now.